Hey, bowlers, bowling this month is back. Bowling this month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Now is the time to reinforce your bowling arsenal, and BowlerX.com is the online leader in price, service, and selection. With free insured shipping on every item we carry, including a complete line of pro shop supplies, as well as balls, bags, shoes, accessories, and more. Also check out the large selection of closeout and discontinued items at a fraction of their original cost. BowlerX.com, your online bowling superstore and proud sponsor of Above180.com. You can hear Above 180 on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Kindle Fire, and beyond, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. BowlerX.com, your online bowling equipment superstore, presents the Above180.com podcast. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me today on the Above180.com podcast is Amanda Green. Amanda recently won the PWBA Lincoln Open. She's a three-time collegiate first-team All-American at Lindwood University. She was a member of Junior Team USA in 2012. Amanda Timberg here. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, Amanda, you led the PWBA Lincoln Open wire to wire. You beat in the title title match. You beat Shannon Pahulski two fourteen to two hundred five Sun Valley Lanes in Lincoln. Has that win sunk in yet from Saturday? Um, <laughs> I think it's starting to sink in. I'm still kind of in shock and disbelief that it happened. You know, I had a really great weekend, and I'm really happy that I was able to finish it off and get lucky and win a title. Well, so going back and looking at your results, you were 18th at the USBC Queens, 42nd in Sacramento, 33rd in Lubbock, 13th, 31st, and now you won. Talk about what it was that you finally were able to put some things together this week, and there were a, you know, a couple weeks earlier as well where you did you know, you, you got some checks, and that probably helped some things. But what, what was it this week that really clicked for you? Um, this week, the pattern really matched up to my A game. Um, I didn't really have to manipulate anything about my game. Um, I could just see me and I could just throw it the way I wanted to. Um, I could move left on the pattern and throw it right and, um, was able to score that way. And previous weeks, I've been struggling a little bit. You know, I have a really good block. The past couple weeks, I've been in the top five after the first six games of qualifying and then I somehow drop out of, um, sometimes even making cash or the cut and um you know i really need to overcome that this week and i started off really strong and um was able to maintain that lead throughout qualifying and get me into um saturday and match play and um definitely the pattern the pattern just matched up for me i threw that track paradox the whole weekend and it, it was just amazing 
Yeah, talk about that because I've heard that from more than one of the ladies out on tour that they'll bowl the first six, have the break, and then they'll come back and and the lanes just aren't playing quite the same or there's something that changes. What do you, what do you attribute that to or do you just where you just feel you're not throwing the ball well that second block? Um, I think, I mean, the lanes always play different, I think, whenever they keep laying the pattern out. And they normally play flatter for me. And I don't know why I've been having such, like, a, I think it's a mental block for me. I don't know why. I just, you know, if I could just make, because I'm already ahead of a lot of girls, if I could just make decent shots and make my spares, you know, I'd probably stay up in the top. But, um... For me, I think it's just kind of a mental thing, and I needed to overcome that this week. Did you ever think, as a young lady bowling at Lindwood, that the PWBA would be back and there would be a tour for you to bowl, or were you kind of thinking after your collegiate days and Team USA days and all that sort of stuff that you know bowling, uh, you'd have the Queens and a couple events, but you wouldn't have this full, full tour like you have now? Yeah, I, I never dreamed of actually having a real tour um, when I got out of school. You know, everyone always said, you know, you're going to have to give up bowling someday so you can get a you know, real job. And, you know, I always wanted to keep competing. I was never one of those people that was like, oh, I'll just bowl a league every week. No, I, I enjoyed traveling on the weekends and competing. That's what I've worked my whole life for. And um, having this opportunity to, I've been on the road for five or six weeks now, hitting all these stops and just being there. I know I haven't been doing the greatest, but just being there, being there with all of the best women in the world and competing and, learning and every stop makes you better no matter how good you do you're always learning and i'm so thankful for this experience i never in my life thought that i would ever have a chance to do this so talk about how your bowling at collegiately has helped helped you in these events and helped you with with the grind of bowling and the amount of games you ladies are bowling just bowling collegiately how that has really helped you out um bowling college especially the uscc teams we bowl from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. You know, you're on your feet all day. You don't get a lunch break. I know most of the tournaments we only bowl like six or seven team games, but team games in college take a really long time. You know, it's just maybe, I guess it's a little bit of physical stress um, on your body, but it's really mental. You know, you got to just keep yourself going and keep yourself focused the whole time since you're in the bowling alley so long. And College boys definitely prepare me for that. Um, and I, you know, I try to practice a lot of games every day, so I'm used to throwing that many games. But you still can't practice, you know, how competition plays. And um, college also helped me a lot um, with controlling my nerves and stuff in match play situations and step ladder finals. And I've learned to kind of um, control myself in those really high pressure situations to where I can at least make a decent shot if I need it. <laughs> If I need to, and um, college bowling did wonders for my game. I, I feel like I was a completely different person and bowler when I got out of college than I was when I came in. Well, let's also let's talk about the return of the PWBA because I was at the Sacramento event. And there were just some things, and I give kudos to Jason Thomas and the whole crew there. Of they kind of listened to you, lady bowlers, about some of the things. Because it seems like that event your break was literally like a half hour and you had a half hour to grab something to eat, to get your equipment ready and to do everything. And it seemed very, very hurried for everyone. It seems like they've, they've kind of changed some things around to get you ladies. We actually do have a little bit of a break to decompress and then get a plan of attack ready for the next, uh, you know, next set of games. So is that something that you guys voiced to Jason and then it was kind of implemented or how did that all come about? Yeah, I think we, um, 
as bowlers, you know, we either want, if we're going to have a break, we want a decent-sized break to where we can either, you know, step out of the bowling alley for a little while. We want to obviously grab lunch because we need food to get us through the day. Um, so I think a lot of the girls, we either want in, you know, a decent-sized break, which is like an hour, an hour and a half to between qualifying squads, or just not even have a break and just just keep going and get it, you know, get it done. And I think that's what... Um, I think that's what a lot of girls would say, and I think everyone really likes to break because even if you know you might be bowling really good, and you might not want to stop bowling, but um, especially when you're not bowling well, you need that break to kind of regroup and rethink your strategy, and then you can rehit some of the surface on your bowling balls, or if you have a um, sponsorship, you can drill up a couple balls that you need, and you know it's it's really a good time to reflect on what you did and then what you need to do. Yeah, speaking of sponsorships, talk about how Hammer and Rob Gottschall have been influential in your in your bowling career and in the PWBA tour. Oh my gosh! Well, I started with Hammer last year, um, and Sean Morris is the Midwest regional sales guy for Evanite, and he signed me with Hammer last year. And I, you know, last year when I signed bowling, I had no idea that I would be bowling the PWBA tour. I was just hitting PBA regionals and doing stuff like that, and um, Rob Gotchel has been awesome. He's been to every stop. He helps all of his girls, you know, when practice is going on, he tries to make sure he hits every single girl, you know, are you, are you okay? You know, do you, do you want to hit some surface on one of your balls or, you know, what are you doing? What's your game plan? And Rob's really good about, um, just kind of boosting your confidence and keeping you stay focused. And, you know, and he's always there. If I, if I need something, all I have to do is ask and, Ebonite and Hammer has just been they've been wonderful and their their equipment is by far the best equipment on the um on the market and now I can throw all four brands so I have more of a variety on my arsenal, you know, if I'm missing something that maybe Hammer doesn't have, you know, I can go to Track or Ebonite or Columbia three hundred and see what they have. Yeah, and talk about the communication among you ladies. That's one thing I noticed when I was at the Sacramento event is you're all friends with you know with everyone and you all get along really well, but it seems like you know the the EBI girls all kind of stick together and help each other out and the storm and the road you know et cetera sort of thing. Yeah, I think you know we we just look at it as a team and we want all of us to succeed and you know we're all throwing the same equipment. So if one of us is struggling, like all we have to do is go see you know what another Ebonite girl is throwing or. Um, and we all, I think we all try to stay close and we're always rooting for each other. You know, if two Ebonite girls or Hammer girls or any of the EBI family make the top four, like that's who we're rooting for. We're, you know, we're a team. We try to look at each other as family. So speaking of team, in 2012, you, you won the gold in the uh, World Youth Championships in Bangkok, Thailand. Talk about that experience and, and explain and, and help <laughs> us understand bowling in Thailand. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I made Team in Team USA in 2012. And when we had made Team, I, I was in Vegas in 2011. And I remember Rod Ross when he was just like, oh, we get to go to Thailand next year. And I was like, you know, that's awesome. But there's no way I'd ever be selected for that. And of course, I got selected. And we went and I got to bowl with Danielle McEwen, Kelsey Muser, and Je- uh, Jessica Ernest. And we just. I think we snuck into the stepladder finals that year in team and we just killed it in match play. All four of us girls came together. We were all really good friends. You know, we all tried to get to know each other and, um, you know, cause that's really all you need is a lot of support on the lanes and you're going to make good shots. And, 
you know, we beat um, we beat South Korea in the semifinals, and then we broke Singapore in the finals, and we just we just go great. You know, we made our snares, we made our shots, and we just made it work, and we ended up winning. And to this day, that's probably one of my, if not the number one, most favorite thing, best experience I've ever had being on Team USA and actually getting to compete at Worlds. I I will forever remember that. <laughs> well, final question, Amanda. What's up next? I'm guessing when, when you get a check for $10,000, that kind of loosens up your arm swing a little bit and kind of takes some of the pressure <laughs> off financially of the tour. But talk about where you're going next and what's going on with you. Um, well, so I'm skipping Minnesota and Detroit. So I'm going to go home and start practicing for the U.S. Open and kind of getting relaxed for that. And then now, since I won, I believe I get to go to the Tour Championship, which is in Arlington at the Training Center. And I believe it's like the week or two weeks after the U.S. Open. So I'm going to start planning for that as well. Um, and then after the tour's over, you know, I'm just going to I'm going to keep going to my weekend tournament, try to hit PBA regionals and stuff like that around the East Coast. Um, keep competing. That's my goal. <laughs> Well, all the best of luck. Yes, you are correct. It is the week after already is the Tournament of Champions that you're referring to. That's going to be at the training center that begins the 10th through the 13th. So going to be a couple busy weeks there. And, you know, it's funny. We were kind of talking beforehand about how the events are selling out, which is great. But then when you come on, you know, when you have a week where you win and you just wish you could keep that momentum going and, and maybe go up to Minnesota and bowl. But in hindsight, maybe taking a break isn't the worst thing either in the world. Yeah, I think it'll be a good thing. And I, I'm so exhausted just from being on the road for five weeks. I'm ready to go home and see my family and friends and just hang out and practice for a while. So I'm, I'm kind of happy about it. Amanda, before we go, I have to remind folks, please check out BowlingThisMonth.com. Lots of great content on there. Looking at the site right now, seeing a piece up by Mike Jazz now about how to get more out of your practice sessions, which is something great right now is a lot of bowlers are getting back into things and practicing before league and tournament play and how to get out of the ball a little bit better. Also still seeing some great stuff about the strength training by Heather Dierko and, of course, lots of stuff with the ball reviews. Again, check out BowlingThisMonth.com. You can have all this great information, insight, and info. Again, check out BowlingThisMonth.com. Well, Amanda, it was great having you on. want to thank you again for joining me, and all the best of luck with your final couple tournaments you'll be bowling and then on the PBA Regional Tour as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on here.